Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Happy to be joined by Ricky Horton, the Cardinals broadcaster. You can follow him on Twitter at RickyH49. Rick, we always appreciate the time, my friend. Earlier today, we passed along the info from Major League Baseball that they have announced what the schedule is going to be like for the wild card round. They're going back to back to back Wednesday, the 30th, October 1st on Thursday, and then Friday, October 2nd as well. I'm curious from your perspective and looking at this through the Cardinals lens, do you think what they've gone through this year with so many games consecutively, could that actually end up being an advantage for them as we go into this strange postseason where they're basically going to have no days off all the, the entire time? Yeah, I think it's definitely possible that it's going to be an advantage for the Cardinals. Look, they, they've gone through all kinds of adversity, and really everybody has in baseball. It's not just the Cardinals. The Cardinals have had a little more than their share, but uh, the fact that they've had to get six or seven guys ready to actually start games is, uh, I think, part of the advantage of playing games back-to-back. And, and I, I think baseball has to do that. I mean, obviously they want to get the playoffs in and done, and uh, you don't want them to linger. And so uh, I think that's part of the reason they're doing it. Ricky, we had a little talk earlier today on the show about the first series and that the rotation and the guys, have, the top guys who've looked so good. And we talked about who would be the first three guys that you'd start. And, and quite honestly, right now, there's legitimately four that I think are fantastic, mm-hmm. that being KK, mm-hmm. Wayno, Flaherty, and Dakota Hudson. Uh, in the first three games, who would be your three guys that you would pick to lead the charge? You know, it's interesting. You know, I take Daniel Ponce de Leon from yesterday, but the question is, can you count on that? And, I mean, he was unbelievable yesterday. He had, he had swing and missed up and kind of had that, kind of that extra little oomph to his fastball. But I, I think, you know, clearly, you know, Jack Flaherty's your guy, and uh, it's hard not to have Wainwright in that. It's also hard not to have uh, KK in it. I think, I think KK has been as solid as anybody. I think his health, of course, is a question that we're all kind of, kind of thinking about with with uh with some trepidation because you know, he went through a pretty serious kidney situation and, and there he is pitching i mean lights out but of course uh he's got dakota hudson too who's uh proven that he can uh win big games so i i do think you have four uh and who knows by the time you get there you've got guys like ponce and gomber and and others and, Reyes and cabrera that could be uh several innings in, in out of the bullpen so i think you've got some weapons uh, the key is to get through the stretch you're in right now because a lot can change in the next in the next week or so. We're talking with Ricky Horton here on 101 ESPN. Ricky, I mean, that's the pitching side of things, and we all know the Cardinals are as good as it gets on that side. Unfortunately, they also have to hit. And yesterday we saw some of the struggles that this team has had, especially with runners in scoring position. 
what needs to change? You're, you're around this team all the time. You've watched them as much as anybody. What needs to change for this offense to be able to not be great? We don't need them to be an unbelievable offense, but just to get to respectable where you, you feel pretty confident they're going to get to three or four runs every night. Well, you know, it's, it's, it was, so I'd say Matt Carpenter is the, the way I would start answering the question by saying, what did Matt Carpenter do differently this week than he did the week before? Well, it was about timing for him. And he was so far off two weeks ago, you know, he was an out, I mean, frankly. And he would say that. I mean, I'm not you know, saying anything Matt wouldn't agree with, but, boy, his timing has changed, and he seems like a threat again. So that's the point is you got to work on your timing and get to the point where you're, you're a threat and that by being a threat, that means you're not going to strike out with a guy on third base and less than two outs. You're going to put the ball in play. You're going to, you're going to be selective. You know, I see the I see Cardinals at the Cardinal hitters at times taking strikes that they should be hitting and swinging at pitches they shouldn't be hitting. Now you don't have to be a genius to see that. But I think you know that has to do with pitch selection. Tom Hurr, the, the our new Cardinal Hall of Famer, used to say. Uh, a pitcher's going to give you a pitch to hit every at-bat. you got to be ready for it. you got to hit it. Might be the first pitch you see, might be the third. And I think that's kind of the approach I would go with. And, and you know, they need to be aggressive on a pitch that's in the area there uh, they can do something with it. Ricky, the Cardinals have been able at times to get guys on the bases, but the one concern, especially from some of the outfielders when they come up to bat, is leaving runners in scoring position. Mm. Yeah. Now, yeah. how do you go about fixing that? Is it an approach at the plate? Is it overall team strategy? I mean, it just seems to me like if they could cash in just a couple more guys, some of these close games become victories. Yeah, and that running hitters, hitting with runners in scoring position, guys, it really is kind of a contagious thing too. I mean, there, there's you know a lot that goes on between the years, whether you're talking about hockey or baseball or whatever sport you're talking about. A lot goes on between the years, and, and I think at some point when when you go up there and you're defensive and thinking, oh no, I can't strike out. It's very different than saying I'm going to get a pitch, I'm going to drive it. Paul DeYoung would be an example of somebody right now that is very confident at the plate, so is Goldie, and you expect them to have a good at-bat with runners in scoring position. Well, we need six guys like that and eight guys like that and, and several at the bottom of the order. You know, the Cardinals had a game where they had five home runs uh, during the homestand. They had another game where they had four. Well, you know, we need to spread those out a little bit and maybe get two every night, and I'd be happy with that because with the pitching as good as it is, you get five, six runs, you're going to win. Uh, and so I, I don't think it's that – you know, obviously it's not that they're not trying, and, and I don't even think that the approach is necessarily bad. I just think they just need to get a feel for it, which means timing and, of course, the confidence uh, and expectation that you're going to get the job done. Ricky, if you could put together your ideal outfield for the Cardinals right now, who would be your three outfielders today? Um, I would say Stan Musial, Lou Brock, <laughs> and... <laughs> I, I'm with you, Ricky. <laughs> Are you going with that? Yeah, I'll take that one. Kurt Flood, Terry Moore. I mean, <laughs> I, you know what? I'd put pools back in the outfield. <laughs> I think we would all sign up for that today. Yeah. Given, you know, the, given the options that yeah. Mike Schultz has at his disposal, who would you I'm go with? I'm glad I got that clarification. So, uh, so yeah, I think I think you, you think about kind of the choices, and there are several right now. I like Tommy Edmond at third better, and I like him in the outfield. I, I want him in the lineup, but I want him at third, and I want Carpenter DHing. Uh, now, again, that's kind of Carpenter and or Brad Miller, but I just I just want Tommy Edmond in the lineup, but I just don't think he's an ideal outfielder at this point. Uh, you know, I think Bader Bader needs to be in center. Uh, I still think Tyler O'Neill brings you something uh, that that can be impressive in the outfield. And at this point, I want Ravello in the lineup. And, I, and we're we're excluding 
uh, uh, Dexter Fowler at the moment because we're not sure he's going to be coming back. But honestly, he was playing better than any of them uh, when he left. But I think at this time, I I like Ravello playing uh, because I think he has a better at that. uh, You know, at that after at that, I feel like he's going to do some damage. And so, and that's where we'd be right now. Now, it doesn't mean Lane Thomas can't be in that picture. It doesn't mean that uh, at some point, uh, you know, we can get Dylan Carlson back in that picture. But I'm just not sure that either of those guys are there right now. So, Ricky, that's where I'm headed next is Dylan Carlson. Is, you know, the uh, Springfield, that camp coming to a close very soon. Mm-hmm. Is, in my opinion, and being a young player, I got a lot of experience by being up for the playoffs, even though yeah. I didn't even play a game. Yeah. I knew what was to come in the future. Is the Cardinals play to bring him up from Springfield? And, you know, it would be great to maybe get him in, in the rotation again out in the outfield if things haven't gotten better. But if nothing else, for just the experience of being there with the guys? Yeah, James, there's no question. I mean, just being around it is, I think, part of uh, part of what you assimilate and you kind of learn from, and it, and it helps you down the road. There is no question about that. And, you know, this is a pennant race, and it is – you know, it's going to be the players, and it's going to be, you know, there's no fans there, but it is pretty kind of an amped up feeling for, for a young player, and there's a lot to learn about it. And, uh, you know, he's kind of a sponge anyway, so he's going to learn quickly. Uh, you know, I think the reason he was sent out initially was because he was starting to kind of spiral in the wrong direction. But with the camp closing, I know that the taxi squad can be increased. Now, I'm not even 100% sure of the number, but I know there'll be more players, and several will be at Bush Stadium actually going through their own workout and be around. And so yeah, I'd like to have him around it for the reasons you mentioned. Uh, you know, you don't want to kind of keep him in that kind of negative swing pattern that he was in when he was sent out. But, but boy, he's still got a bright future. He's going to be an everyday Cardinal outfielder for 10-plus years. I don't have any doubt about that. Ricky, final question that I've got for you here. Jack Flaherty on the mound for the Cardinals today. He has not gone more than five innings since the opening night against the Pirates when he looked so good, and it looked like the Cardinals were about to get off to a nice start. But he hasn't gone past five since then. How significant is this start for him today, given how depleted the Cardinals' bullpen is today? Well, you'd like to see Jack, and of course the two starts that we had yesterday helped that matter with with what Kim and Ponce were able to do, and so you feel a little bit less nervous about it than I would have two days ago. Uh, But for Jack, I think for Jack's sake and for the Cardinals' sake, you know, he's the guy. He needs to be out there for seven-plus innings and just be the guy that says, hey, my turn, you you lose. And that's kind of the Bob Gibson era moment where it's like, you know, we got Flaherty, who you got, and, and our guy's better than your guy. I mean, there's something about that that is critical in the playoffs. And what's been tough for Jack is getting deep because for some reason, the way his stuff is playing right now, guys are fouling off a lot of pitches and he's throwing 40 pitches in two innings, which, which kind of negates the idea of him going deep into a game. So he's got to find a way to get quicker outs, maybe use a sinker more than the riding fastball up in the zone uh, and not try to get the swing and the miss. You know, I, I learned in the minor leagues, and this is a, kind of a silly thing to learn, but a, a guy from the big leagues came down on a rehab assignment and he watched me pitch. And I had a bunch of strikeouts one game, but I threw a lot of pitches in double eight. He said, he said, you're going to have to learn that you can't strike out a batter until you have two strikes on him. And it's like, well, you know, I kind of know that. I mean, that's kind of in the rule book. I get that. <laughs> but, 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 his point, but his point was you can't go for the nasty pitch every time. You've got to go for a pitch that, that, that you think will, will produce weak contact early in the count. And I think that's, that's what Jack is searching for. And when you get to two strikes, yeah, let's put him away. But you don't need to put him away on the first pitch. He's Ricky Horton, Cardinals broadcaster. You can give him a follow on Twitter at RickyH49. Rick, we always appreciate the time, my friend. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today. All the best to you and your family. 
My, my pleasure, guys. Good to be with you. You got it. That is Rick Horton joining us here on 101 ESPN. It's here. Peloton's best offer of the season. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton Tread. Choose from accessories like a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, yoga blocks, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. Hurry, Peloton's best offer of the season is here, but not for long. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Limited time offer cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.